Perfect. He's like, mm-hmm. uh-huh, like right. intense. Like he's kind of Jesus-y hot, you know? Like he's got that <laughs> kind of like, you know, when you're a preteen and you're in religion, not that I know, just kidding, I know. And you're like, Jesus is kind of hot now. Wow. And you're like, wow, he's got that beard. And like, I feel like he's handing out wine to people. I'm like, that's Jesus' first miracle. Wow. Um, you know, water to wine. Like I'm here for it. I've never thought of Jesus is hot ever in my life. But Hamlet I, too. Well, Hamlet. Rock me sexy Jesus. Yeah. It's honestly because a lot of people when they're going through puberty and they're thinking about like, would relig- that's religion you kind of take a crossroads. That's where you have your like either baptism or you're like certain things that you uh-huh. have like touch points in your life. Uh, anyway, it's usually during puberty and you kind of find Jesus hot, which is <laughs> a, a weird undercurrent. Anyway, back to this podcast. Back to this podcast. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the final girl. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. Yay! I'm Julia. I'm Terry. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about 2015's The, the Invitation. Invitation. Uh, the tagline for this movie: "There is nothing to be afraid of." Uh, I think that's a lie. I think there's everything to be afraid of. Yeah. And again, a little, a little, I, I've come now when we talk about taglines to really now judge movies by taglines, and I feel like some of them are great. And some of them are not great. Yeah, this one isn't great. It's but it's also, like, doesn't one neutral. of the characters say this? It's super neutral. Yeah. It doesn't give you any information. About this film. Nope. Nothing. Uh, uh, the title of this episode, they're a little Manson-y. Uh, yeah, they are a little Manson-y. Yeah. Yeah, full on. Nobody wants to be Manson-y now. That's not a good, good uh, not thing to aspire a good to. Not thing. Nope. Uh, uh, this direct- movie was directed by Karen Kusama, who we know and love from Jennifer's Body. Adore. Yes. Um, and countless other films, of mm-hmm. course. Um, and uh, I have some alternate alternate universe casting Ooh, please for you. lay it on me so in this movie we could have had in the various roles and i think you can kind of mentally see where they might fit okay uh zachary quinto yeah luke wilson okay which i'm kind of into because i was like i think i've seen luke wilson be like super super dark like what if he's like really dark yeah no he usually has a twinge of comedy on him but also that could work with this film because i feel like there is that kind of like yeah. The beginning is very light, kind of lighthearted and like, oh, there's something wrong, but you're not sure. You're with friends. You're with friends just hanging out, uh, having lots and, of wines. Uh, Topher Grace. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So all of those are, would have been would have been great, but yeah. we also have an amazing cast as yeah. is. Uh, so we open on uh, Will and his girlfriend, played by Logan uh, Marshall Green. Yeah. And Kira, uh, played mm-hmm. by uh, Emma Yatsi Koryanadi. And they're driving through, looks like the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, Mulholland kind of area. Um, you know, that's, it's that weird mix in Hollywood where it's like very nature. There's like, there's a lot of like, you know, trees and woodsy kind of vibe and feel. And, you know, there's some really nice houses probably down a very like crazy driveway and stuff. And that's where we're at. 
uh, and they end up hitting a coyote uh, in the road. And I'm sure you, uh, as being an LA resident, have seen coyotes cross your path a thousand times. My whole life, even in San Diego, same thing. I mean, and even like where producer Adam's place, there was always coyotes out in that, like out and around and sometimes hungry looking coyotes. Mm -hmm. And this is no exception. It's definitely one of those kind of little nature coyote guys. And Uh, so they hit him, but don't kill him. So he's just bleeding and looks terrible and is whimpering. So uh, Will goes to the uh, trunk and goes to get a tire iron and uh, a crowbar and and got to do it. That's a rough, it's a rough, it's a rough call, but it's also a mercy killing, right? You don't, you want to put it out of misery. Right. But I was like, oh shit, there's going to be some problems later yes. and he's going to have to show this kind of rage later, later. And I was like, oh no, this is definitely a bad omen. A bad omen when so you have if, to do something this like this on the way to, to you, a party. On the way to a party. Go home. Yeah. Right. This <laughs> I is would turn around. Survive a guide tip. You yep. turn around, you go home. Because especially if you're going to a party like this, where you're invited by your ex-girlfriend who you haven't seen in two years. Your ex-wife. Sorry. <laughs> You haven't seen her in two years and you've had some times with her. Like bad times. Like, so you already are kind of in a weird state anyway. And then this happens. You're like, eh, just call it a day. Just I would definitely just turn around and gone home because he's already like kind of fragile as a human that you could t- feel this from him. Yes. And like his girlfriend Kira is kind of like, uh, like sh- they we, both we don't look, have to. We don't have to. We can go home. She's already like, we got a way out. Like constantly but no they decide to soldier on and go up to this house um and, and there's an invitation that they had that they're looking at in the car too like you get a little glimpse of like the invitation and it's like it doesn't actually say what the event is it's just like we would like you to come and i was like oh i've been listening to this other podcast called the dream which okay. is amazing i'm gonna we have a shout out to them because i love this show so much um i found out about it from another podcast ah. my friends hella in your 30s love you guys too i know i'm shouting out everybody right now but honestly all very good shows um but the dream is all about MLMs okay. and multi-level marketing and like uh. what the origins of it is in America, why it's still able to persist, even though they're technically pyramid schemes. I know, sorry, if you're in an MLM and you think it's not, <laughs> listen to the dream. It'll wake you the hell up. Okay. All right. But you get an invitation like this and it's like, oh, they probably want me to like sell Amway now or like, you right. know, do something. I was like, uh, and then they also just started doing a bonus episode on cults, which is an offshoot of MLMs hey. as well too, because they use the exact same types of techniques to reel people in. And I was like, oh, this doesn't look good. It looks like they're going into one of these. Thanks the dream for giving me a heads up. Yeah. what this invitation looks like. I would definitely stay at home. Yeah, but this all adds to the the, the final girl thing, right? Like you yeah. have all the information from all the different places and they all get stored up and then yeah. you remember and here I'm we like, are. Hell to the nah. Yep. Uh, but Eden, who is uh, Will's ex-wife, uh, has an amazingly beautiful, huge house in the Hollywood Hills. So. Stunning. But Will's it's their old house. And we don't, you know, obviously we know something's up with Will already. We don't know what. Uh, he's acting strangely, but he starts, he sees a little boy in the house, but then it flashes to not there. So he's having some sort of weird flashback. We know. And visions. He yeah. lived there before. Uh, so they're having... Uh, this big party um, with Will with Eden, who is uh, at Tammy Blechard, and his his new her new her new husband, husband David David, who's played by Michelle Hussman, who is who's hot, hot <laughs> as fuck. We did not plan that, but we both <laughs> woo, just swooned here. Yeah, wow, <laughs> wow, yeah, really cute. Just like so, Will also sees uh, a girl in the door doorway in her underwear, giving him kind of a strange look. She doesn't look very healthy. We don't know. What I was like, like, is this human trafficking? I literally was like, this girl looked like trafficked. Yeah. Like I was like, I wasn't sure if it was an old vision because mm-hmm. we've already had those weird pops of right. like strange stuff happening. But I was like, if she's real, she looks like she was brought here from not a good place. Right. Yeah, true. Um, and Will also has a flashback. Uh, he's at the sink. He sees, I think what a flashback is of Eden 
cutting herself and he's stopping her from doing that. Is that correct? That's what it looked like. I wasn't okay. quite sure. If, I look like I wasn't sure. It's such a fast cut. Yeah. I wasn't sure if she had cut herself or if she had cut someone else. Oh. And it looked like she was just like washing the blood off her hands or something. And I was like, okay. ooh, did some weird stuff happen in this house? I wasn't sure if it was a flash forward or a flash back at that point either because right. it's still very early in the movie. Sure. And I think, you know, what's cool about this movie is you have this group of people that you, this undercurrent of something being off is seen in every character and every actor in a different kind of way and like what level of perception they have and Will of course is already feeling crazy he's the most twanged you can tell like out of everybody already like dealing with some old shit for sure he's on edge the whole time everyone else is kind of like oh it's been a couple years but like happy to see you guys but they're also you can tell they're also trying to mollify him a little bit too because whatever happened before was strained you could tell between him and Eden they're mm-hmm. all trying to be like it's like you're hanging out with exes it is a little challenging yeah. sometimes you're like uh we're all here at this party but like it's fine right like since he's here we're yeah. cool we're, we're gonna just, be cool because yeah, he's we'll here be and he's being cool and it's fine like if he's gonna be cool I'll be cool but you could still still feel, feel the tension between everybody because of yes. it too. Uh, so Eden, uh, Will, and Ben, who is one of the other party members, mm-hmm. are, are standing in the kitchen. Eden starts talking about where she's been. She's been in Mexico. She's been at this place. She says uh, she's learned this technique. She's learned that pain is optional uh, and that you can expel all negative emotions from your body. Uh, ben says he thinks it sounds fucking crazy and she slaps him across the face. So you're like, yep. Like, wake up, and I was like, whoa, okay. So now she's like, I'm so peaceful. It's like those weird guru, like, Mm -hmm. fucked up things where you're like, I'm a guru, and I'm totally enlightened, and then they're, like, shitty to you, and you're like, but I'm above it all. But they're, like, shitty about it. That's what you get from her. I was just like, ooh, she's like a mean yoga bitch now, (laughs) you know? Uh, They've been talking about their friend Choi, who has uh, not shown up. Where's Choi? No one knows. Yeah. Uh, Instead, in his place, a gentleman named Pruitt shows up, who is uh, played by John Carroll Lynch, who is great in everything. He, he is does. an amazing actor. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, yes, this is about to get good. But he's also this imposing figure of yes. a human. He looks like he could kill you with his bare hands. Mm-hmm. And that's never a good sign when you're at a dinner party with some friends and there's some tension. Right. And it's a group of friends that they all know each other. And now we have this person who they An outsider. don't know who this person is. Um, and they also say they're up here in this place that's so high up. They don't have uh, any cell service. Yep. They don't have any landlines. Again, as for movie survival guide, you go, ooh, yeah. I was like, go home now. You have no way of calling anyone if anything goes down up here. There's also a strange thing in this house now that... Um, there's a bunch of the windows, like Will has commented to Eden, like, Hey, like what's with all the, like, um, all the windows have like a grates over yeah. and bars over them. And he's they're, like, they're aesthetically pleasing, but bars nonetheless, they're pretty bars. Yeah. They're like swirly, like, you know, whatever bars, but they are still going to trap you in a house if something goes down. And he notices that, um, David has locked the door yes. and pulled the key out. And he was like, Whoa, no, no, no. I would like to be able to go in and out of this house. I like to go outside sometimes. Like. I'm not going to want that. And, and David's like, like, oh, there's been some break-ins. We're just a little bit nervous. But the, And he's like, oh, and it's, you know, it's my house now. And you're like, ooh. But he does convince him to unlock the door, which is good. Final boy instincts, Will. We like Full that. on. He's looking for the escape routes already. He's like, if I got to get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, even though he's a bit twangy, he's also incredibly perceptive. Like, mm-hmm. he's really watching everybody. Eden asks Will to go get some firewood, which seems like a strange request to ask him when not David, but yeah, whatever. So she's yeah. like, you know, we keep it. Go out there. But when he goes out to get there, he sees her in the light of her bedroom go in, put something in the drawer next to her bed and then leave. So one thinks that she probably planned that, right? You wouldn't tell him to go out there and look for firewood if you knew that you were going to go into the... So is she wanting him 
to go look. I think that? maybe part subconsciously, I think she's trying to give some warning signs of like what may be coming to him right in this mm-hmm. moment. But not sure I didn't think about it that far. But yeah, I, I would imagine so. She just asked him to go get firewood so pointedly that I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, there's a thing with this. Yeah. And maybe this is the thing. Yeah. So he immediately just goes into the bedroom and is like, what the fuck she put in the drawer? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a huge bottle of pills. Yeah. Unlabeled. Unlabeled pills. So that's like, uh, are we about to have like a rave at this house? Like I was like, is, are they going to make them like, yeah. yeah. It doesn't look like Wes party. Like, it's, 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 it, looks it doesn't like, look like party pills. It looks they, like not fun pills. It looks like you're going to kill yourself pills, actually. Yeah. It looks like. When you have a bottle that big, you're like, yeah. Oh, like looks- she's gonna take them all later. Like so, he, yeah. He's smart though. He takes a pill because yep. now he because his friend Miguel, who's also at the party, is as a doctor is gonna know what that pill is. Right. So he's like, okay, we're gonna she's gonna see what that is. But then as he's leaving the bedroom, mm-hmm. uh, David comes into the bedroom. So there's this moment where like, Will's not supposed to be in that room. But it was his old house. Yeah. And now there's that tension, and you're just like, you're also kind of just got busted. Yeah, but it's okay, and he kind of you know plays it off or whatever with him, and I feel like it's fine. Like he. His weird edginess, like his his suspicious behavior matches his edginess. Yeah. So I feel like he's like, ah, I'm just nervous. It's fine. You know, whatever. And I like, can play it off, which I think is great. Uh, he has a flashback to uh, Eden and him in the bath when they were together. Very cute in the bath together. And their son comes in and they have to like send him away. But it's just like, you know, the flashbacks. We know that there used to be happy and there used to be this thing. But now it is all crumbling apart terribly. Uh, when he goes back into uh, the living room, uh, joyfully yells, they're in a cult. Yes. <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, no, this isn't good. And this is what we've come here for. They all because this is the thing, like they're all like waiting for it. They know something's coming. Something's up they because they've been invited what. and they don't know what it is. So this is one of those things where you're like, OK, now this feels like a cult because you got this random big dude. That's their new best friend. And you're right. like, who's their new best friend looks suspicious. And, and there's we, Sadie, and Sadie, who was the girl who was standing in the doorway, who just looks yeah. She looks out of her goddamn mind. Like, I feel like I see those girls in LA a lot, though. It's true. No, honestly, there's so many things that are kind of like this. Like, everything from even, like, some people even say certain acting classes. Do you know what I mean? They're like, it's a cult of personality. Right. It's a place where we're all here looking for something. We've come to the city for a purpose. Like, sure. do you know what I mean? You don't usually just move to LA to be like, I would like to be in a new place. Like, you're usually coming here to for a reason. To, to do something someone. or be someone. And so, you know, with that in mind... I I mean, you move. Yeah, there's a lot of other places to move or if you just want to move to a place. Right. But this is a place where people are on the search, which is why cults do very well here. Yes, they do. Um, it's just why certain types of churches do very well here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Though, because These they lost soul kind of thing. They cater to that. And they yeah. also support and uplift, you know, your your search. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely no exception. It sounds like this thing that they have found. It's a place where everyone in the group, as they start telling their stories, have experienced an insane loss, like not just a little kind of loss like the most fucked up kind of loss possible yeah, yeah. So, so they have the they show they tell them about this the, the invitation and they tell them they show them this video uh which is dr joseph who is the guy who is leading mm-hmm. this revolution where they're going to have a conscious connected existence um and then show this video of a woman um named annie mm-hmm. uh, seemingly dying on camera and as she's dying then he's telling them to breathe in breathe in her spirit i just thought about dr sleep and i was like they're just breathing in her fucking steam man. yeah they're taking the essence yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's weird essence. it's all back again to dark crystal <laughs> <laughs> essence of potting. i take the essences <laughs> uh, and they but they but you know annie seems quite peaceful as she's dying the people in the video all seem quite happy yeah and they're like oh she's she's with all of us now there's no darkness there's only reunion but then you cut back to the party. They were like, 
did you just show us a video of someone dying? Why would you do that? Like, why would you have this like dinner party and also be like weird happy? Because that's what they also do. Right. So like David like hugged everybody. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind anyway. He's hot. Yeah. But like, but he, you know, he's he's also one of those guys who's like an intense close talker, which I feel like happens when you're in the middle of this. I'm saying this from experience because I've definitely gone through some shit. My friends, my good friends here listening right now are probably laughing. Because okay. I know I've been a part of some like very, you know, um transformational, whatever type of, you know, spaces where I invited them to meetings a lot. So this is very close to home to me. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, you do that close talk and your eyes are all wide and you're feeling like really free and just want your friends to feel this freedom with you. And you see it in them and they are friends. Like it's like they jumped ahead though in the process. They showed them something that probably was not the intro video. No. Do you know what I mean though? This is the video you got at the end of a weekend that you had like discovering something. They were literally in Mexico together, like running wild through the woods. It sounds like two from Sadie, like literally doing anything and everything they want. They had like a hedonistic weekend. And this is like the closing ceremony, I'm guessing, of what they saw. So in the context of their space they were with this doctor, I'm sure this made perfect sense. Sure. But to freaking show your best friends who you haven't seen in two goddamn years a video of some lady dying and you're breathing in her essence yeah. when she's dying. Mm-hmm. A little off-putting. I'd be out. So Claire's like, peace out. Yeah. One of their friends. And she's like, I gotta go. Like, yeah. I'm not okay with what's going on right now. And as as they're in the midst of this, right after this video, they start also talking about their desires and what they want. And everyone starts yeah. talking about the things that are really deep inside them and what they want. Yeah. So they, they kind of transition from this video of this woman dying, which I would be out at that point as well. No darkness, just reunion is what they say too. There's no darkness. It's just about reunion. You're like, uh, why are we reunioning and why are we watching people dead? Yeah. And then the, but then they segue right into this game of, I want, this is this game where you can say anything you want. You can have these things you want. It's like truth or dare times a hundred basically. So you're supposed to say like, we are honest soul. What does it want? And so Gina's like, I want some Coke. And they're like, got it. Not just any Coke, the Coke that David, who was a former addict used to have a lot of apparently. And he's like, I got some. And they're like, you just have it in the house? He's like, yeah, no problem. But you were an addict. Like, why do you have it? And he's like, oh, no, it's fine. And he gives it to her. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Eden says she wants to kiss Ben, so she kisses Ben. Uh, and then uh, I have to say this: uh, Tommy says he wants to get a blowjob, and everyone laughs. And he no one gives, gives him a blowjob. Blow I was pissed too a little bit. I he was said like, everybody else forgot what they wanted. They literally did, and they had just kind of giggle giggled at him. And I was like, someone's supposed to give him a blowjob now. Says it twice, and yeah. he never gets it. Yeah, Tommy, you were robbed. You were robbed, Tommy. <laughs> um, and the, there also is uh, a strange knock at the door. They think finally Choi has arrived, but uh, David goes. David goes over. He's like whispering strangely to the people outside uh, and then says, oh, it's a wrong house. We never find out who that was. No. So uh, other people in the group, I guess. It could be checking in maybe and like they're like... Everything going on track. Yeah, like you got your people. But but of course, Will is eagle-eye watching all of this. He's like, what the hell's going on? And he's just real paranoid now because he's like, dude, who was at the door? And he asks, uh, he finally gets to get Miguel aside to ask him about the pill and he's like, oh, it's phenobarbital. It's this like old school barbiturate. So he's like, I don't know why you would that's not something good. You don't want to, you don't want to be taking that. Uh, but you know, and they finally say like, you know, they're a little Manson-y, but you know, this is LA. But it's LA and there's, like everyone's we just said, weird. yeah, everyone's, everyone's a little, weird. there's all kinds of weird shit people can get into in the city and yeah. they're looking for their dream, yeah. you know? And we've, I, you and I, I'm sure have both been in the middle of a party where we're like, oh, it's this. Oh, I don't want to go anymore. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm not going to sell that. <laughs> Bye. Bye <now. laughs> um, so during their want game, uh, 
then we have, you know, Sadie kisses Gina and then Pruitt. She says she loves them too. She's yeah. a declaration. Like she's literally the one of the first people I think to go in the round. And she's like, I just want to tell everybody I just met you, but I love you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, oh, it's uh-huh. one of those kind of culty things too. Uh, and Pruitt, who has been brooding in the background this entire time and is, as Terry says, a very imposing figure. He's a big dude. Hawks tells the story about he, he accidentally kills his wife by like accidental her. murder. Punching her so hard, he kills her. And it was like, ooh. Well, he came home drunk and she was trying to tell him, yeah, she's trying to tell him uh, that, you know, he needs to calm down. Yeah, he calmed the fuck, calmed her the fuck down instead. It's awful. Yeah. Like, so, awful. Yeah. So um, that's kind of killed. Like, as the Changes part, the room. Yeah. You like, you, you watch someone die and now you have a murderer amongst you who has been in prison for it. And so Claire, that's when Claire's like, okay, oh, nope, done. But he also and, says but, he's free, but he also says it with that weird far off look in his eye. Yes. Like, that, I'm free now. That Manson-y look. Yep. Like, and we'll all be free. Uh, but Will is very doesn't trust Pruitt now, of course, at all. And like watches Claire go. It's like making sure she's going out. Cause doesn't something bad is afoot. Yeah. And Claire feels it. And she's just like, Nope, not for me. Bye guys. Um, and so f- finally David like takes Will aside and they have like their man to man talk where like, they have to be like, okay, like we got to be okay with each other. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Like, let's all like have some dinner. And you're like, this is just getting bad to worse. I don't understand why you'd be staying this long. I don't know. And even Kira's like, hey, we could go, Will, yeah. like if you don't want to be here. But he also, I think, A, I think he's looking out for his friends. And B, I think he still wants to figure out what the hell this is. Mm-hmm. Because Eden does look, she looks free, but she also still looks a little uh, not fully free. Yeah. yeah, she looked a little crazy for sure too. And yeah. so underneath it, but it's also like, we're getting a clearer picture now, kind of what they went through as like time is going on. They had a shared trauma is what we're figuring out. And it's affected them both very differently where he is completely shut down. She's trying to reopen up again right now. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to get on the level too and be like, I would like to get over this, but I don't know what will fix it. So I think he's still curious, even though he's afraid of whatever it might be. Yes. And so, and he's, you know, he's starting to, like, they're getting this with the camera effects that he's starting to feel real weird and things are starting to get kind of overlapped and too loud and kind of stuttery and he's going back and forth in time. So it looks like he's having like a panic attack or something at this point too. So you're like, oh, is he just overwhelmed now? Yeah. Is he like swimming in this past life? And What's he, going on for him? He just keeps wandering around the house. Like he just wants to look at different things in the house. He catches Sadie making insane faces at herself in the mirror. She's doing like, um, uh, like Beckett, I felt like silent scream, <laughs> right? That's blink, exactly blink. what she was thinking. No, but <laughs> she, you never know. It's some weird, some weird actor shit, right? She would have been like blink, blink, silent scream. <laughs> I'm doing silent scream, but it's it's silent, so you guys can't hear it. It's good though. That Thank you. Is good. <laughs> but like, she's literally doing this in the mirror. It looks like um, it reminds me a little bit of like Sia's Elastic Heart video, like Shia LaBeouf's like weird, like animalistic. She looks like an animal, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. kind of energy coming out of her all okay. of a sudden it made me remind me a little bit of nightcrawler like jake gyllenhaal like, yes when you're like oh what's so their taxi driver or something where you start like in the mirror anyway so then he sees that and he's like ooh, walks away goes out to sit by the pool and she comes out and is like hey we could fuck if you want and he's like whoa say like, no, no no i'm good i just saw you like screaming in the mirror i'm not gonna say that but i saw you looking like crazy that's you can see the subtext in his face yeah he's like no no, no i don't really want to fuck you and she's like do oh. you want to hurt me though he says, no, I don't want to hurt you. And she's like, I don't believe you. She's like, I think you do. 
Like, huh, an interesting thing to sense in someone that they want to hurt you. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, Will is kind of... She's like, I can make you like me so much, is what she also says to him. And I'm just like, uh... And I was like, I don't think he wants to like you. No. And everybody keeps coming up to Will and telling him how strange he's acting. Like, please calm down. You're freaking everybody so out. So then but you're he, wondering if he's the one being weird. This yeah. is one of those great moments where you're like, ooh, who's the crazy person now? Is he making this up in his mind because of his paranoia? Yes. And then I was like, is it, it's like the haunting kind of too, where you're like, is it the house? Yes, is it yeah. him? Exactly. Like, is it in his brain? Right. Because he keeps saying like something bad's going to happen. Like, don't feel safe. And everyone's like, it's fine. Got, you know, like, like we're literally at a dinner party. We have the best food. They broken out the most expensive wine yeah they were like it's like millions of dollars yeah stupid and they're just like we're just drinking this good ass wine and then whiskey that's like you know this ridiculous you know vintage of whiskey too so it's like they're literally like whining and dining this group of people and they have this amazing spread of food it looks Mm -hmm. like thanksgiving times 100 as well it's just crazy gorgeous like meal uh so will uh is able to get reception while he's outside and gets a message from Choi, who had never shown up who has said that he had gotten there at seven o'clock uh it was, he was early, there early forgot the cake could you pick up the cake but i'm not going to go back to the hill so i'm just going to go inside so then he's like okay well Choi is here clearly like but he, where is he but where is he like that he got here at seven o'clock but where is he now so they have this uh <laughs> i think probably uh my my favorite scene is is will's finally like the confrontation yeah will's like fine like okay let's fucking do this because it, it you know he he says like you it's a fucking cult like why are the doors locked there's bars on the windows there's this and here's like let's get out of here you're crazy too let's get out of here if this is what it is yeah um, i mean it's like something's going on and no one's talking about it you're like oh no will like this is and everyone's looking at him like he's insane because he seems insane and like at that exact moment troy shows up he's like yep. hey guys ding ding oh hey i got called into work you're like oh Shit. so will maybe just is kind of crazy and he starts to cry because then he's like i am that realization of like i thought it was you but it's actually me mm-hmm. and that's a sad sad realization um and I think- and he says you're a part of this is what david's like you're a part of our family all of you like why would we you know we we love all of you guys that's why you're all here you're like, uh, it's just getting creepier and creepier. Calming Will down and trying to like bring him into the family. So that Kara and Will have this conversation outside where, you know, they start talking about, so we find out what happened is the son, they had a son who uh, was killed. I'm not 100% clear on what happened to the son. What I gathered was- It was that, at the birthday party. At the birthday party, he said there was a bat involved. So was there like some kid like swimming for a pinata and hit him? Or something of that nature was. What my I'm guess. not sure. I wasn't sure if it was like he drowned in a pool. I w- it was like it could be anything that we, basically really- like a parent should have been paying attention right. is basically what happened. They were at this party. Clearly, like they were intoxicated too. I think it sounds like, and like something got out of hand, and his son died on his on his at his birthday party. Yeah. At his like fifth birthday party. So he says to Kara, like, "Our son is dead. Where do I put that? It's like a scream trapped inside of me, and I've been waiting to die since the moment it happened." Um, and she also tells him, "I love you, but I don't think you can help me." Right. Well, because she sounds broken too, and like she was like, "We can help each other," and he's yeah. like, "Uh, actually, I don't think you can." Like I'm too broken, but I think that that I think that that say his line, you know, I have uh, been waiting to die since the moment it happened. I yeah. think that puts a lot of what Will is into place. You're like, oh, okay, I get it. Now. He's a dead man walking. Yes, that yeah. he's been walking around pretending to be Will, mm-hmm. but inside there's nothing. And you're like, oh, that's a very sad place to be. He sees while he's outside. He sees. And then he goes to their son's room. Oh, the son's room. 
He's like, I got, and so like he and Kira kind of part for a moment and he just goes into his son's old bedroom. And this is when he sees David outside lighting this like red lantern. And like, he's just, it's, it's this weird cross of the, of the movie that I love. That's just like, it's the, it's the silent little calm right before everything's going to go real bad. Yep. Uh, and Will finds in uh, the desk, uh, David's desk computer, he watches a video. He's uh, snooping uh, and looking, yeah, new truth. Of Dr. Joseph being mm-hmm. creepy as fuck. Uh, so then let's all let's all gather around again. But not just uh, this guy. So the doctor is basically saying, if you have any doubts, this is where you let it go. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect video at this moment because this Will has definitely had doubts about whatever the hell it is. It's literally the timing couldn't be more. And, it's, and the doctor says, I love you so much. I'm waiting for you. Uh, and that's what he leaves him with. And yeah. this is what he goes back to the dinner with. And there's a wine ceremony. It looks like I put question mark and I was like, okay, so there's all, everyone's been poured like a little glass of like, looks like sherry or rosé or some dessert looking wine. And, uh, well, is really looking at everybody and really looking at David and Ian and seeing what they're doing and how they're pouring and mm-hmm. how they're looking at each other and how they're looking. And mm-hmm. the toast is to a better world, to peace and you're like, and so Will's just like, fuck it, just knock. Just he knocks all the glasses off the table. He's like, don't drink it, don't, don't drink, drink it. it, don't drink it. He goes crazy one more time. Yeah, finally. And he freaks out. I'm like, oh my God. And then Sadie runs up and beats him. And says, she- you ruined it. Uh-huh. And yeah, attacks him. So she, she he shoves her. Shoves her, her off. Head, knocks her head against mm-hmm. the sideboard, falls down. They think she's dead. Because her head is like busted. Uh, but then they say she's not breathing. Who's not breathing? Gina's not breathing because Gina has, has a little- drinking the wine because she's the biggest lush of the group. She's the one who wanted the cocaine earlier. Yeah. So she drank before, before he could stop her. Yep. And now she's dead. So now we know for sure what was going to happen. And it's all- Yeah, it was full on Jonestown. It was full on Jonestown. Oh, Jonestown. Yeah. Um, so Miguel tries to shoot, tries to do CPR on Gina and David shoots him in the back. And you're like, okay, well. Yeah. It, so David's got a gun down. This peaceful, sweet looking Jesus boy has shot a dude. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. it wasn't going to go the nice and easy way, we're going to go the hard way. And you're all locked in and can't get out. Yep. Because remember, everything's gated and all the lock- doors are locked. So Pruitt disarms him and shoots Troy now too. Poor Troy. That Troy only had but a few moments in this movie. Yeah. He was so hot. I'm really sad. <laughs> I would have really liked to see more of Troy. He was very good looking. Um, And now Ben is trying to get out, but then Sadie bites Will and she looks like a rabid beast like she did earlier. And we got the precursor of like, oh, she is animalistic and twanged to kind of crazy. And Kira and Will are almost about to get outside. And then we see David stab uh, Ben and Pruitt shoots him outside by the pool because he almost got away. But this is this is the moment. This is the 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 final final boy final girl turn uh-huh. moment where Will's like, okay, he says to Carrie, says, "We're gonna get ready. We're gonna do whatever it takes. They're just people." Yep, I love that line. They're, They're just like, people. We're gonna get out of here. He's yeah. like, okay. And so this is great too because before I was like, what is Kira's part? Because she's mostly just been like, let's go, let's go. Now finally she's like, Whoa. like yeah. she turns down too. And she's like, okay, yeah. we got to fight together now to get the hell out of here. Uh, and so, and then when they run and they're just, they're trying to sneak out, they run in David, who's talking to Eden. Eden's not happy. And he says to her, we were chosen. We will leave all of this behind. He's giving her like the, like doctor you, talk. Yeah. You can do it. It's all right. We'll do it together. And you know, she, mm-hmm. for her, it was supposed to be, you, you, they all have this drink. They die. It's whatever. But now they have to do it the hard way now. Yeah. It's hunting down their friends and killing them, which is a whole different ball of wax. Very different than giving them 
poison wine. Yes. And I was wrote, it was the last supper. Like I was like, they literally, yeah. when that, that feast, I was like, what is weird about this feast? It was full on a last supper that they were giving them and yeah. stuff too, which is why it was so damn good. Uh, and as they're sneaking by, they see uh, Sadie yeah. who is on the couch and clearly dying. And she resembles very closely that coyote we saw in the beginning of this film. And she has this She's little poker. fire poker in his, in her hands, but he takes it from her. And does not put her out of her misery. He no, just, just walks away. Let's her be there. And she's like bleeding from the neck and just like laying there. So we have this nice full circle of this character where he was willing in the beginning to do this for this animal, but not for her. She's a different not kind, this of kind of animal. A monster. <laughs> a monster. Yep. Um, so he goes upstairs. He's like, there's this room. I know there's a door to get out of here because he knows the house because it's his old house. Mm-hmm. But. The room has, the place has been modified. There is no longer the door where he thought there was a, a door, door in the home theater anymore. Yep. So Pruitt comes smashing in. He starts to choke Will uh, and looks like it's real bad. Uh, mm-hmm. But Kira grabs some sort of blunt object. I could never quite tell what yeah. it was and just smashes Pruitt's head in. She hacks him. And you're like, ooh, okay. Yep. They got to do whatever it takes. Yep. And then Eden comes and she shoots Will and then herself in the gut. Don't. Shoot yourself in the stomach. That is the worst. That's don't gonna, do that's that. That's a slow ass way to die. If you're gonna shoot yourself, don't shoot yourself. A. But if you got to do it as a final girl moment where you're about to die anyway, like this, not in the, the stomach. stomach is a bad place. Uh-uh. There are plenty of other organs that are bigger and better. But I know, as you know, as a character, it leaves them you know five minutes or so to talk to die and talk. And, totally, I get it. You know, but also upsetting to watch that. And oh, yeah. Especially she's in this beautiful white dress. You know, to of course. So like you know, you get this beautiful anyway. It's beautiful blood. Um, but Kira now is sick. I am. I'm so bad. It's like, who knew? Anyway. Um, and then there, um, there's this whole stare thing that's happened. And it's beautiful because they had this other shot earlier when they were going upstairs for this dinner mm-hmm. to the upper room. Oh, my God. It is Last Supper because mm-hmm. that's where like in like Jesus mythology or whatever, like they go up to upstairs room to have a Last Supper. Oh. Um, so you'd watch their feet earlier go up there. And now we're seeing like this staircase is now so treacherous because there's people behind it and around it because you can to see through the through the, yeah. the the in between the steps, uh, and Tommy and David have a big battle, and uh, Tommy ends up stabbing uh, David, uh, and so real he's good dispatched right in the heart. Uh, uh, and then we have Eden, who is still laying there dying. She gets some final words now, which is great, which <laughs> yes. is what I guess we st- shot her in the stomach for. Yes, uh, she's she- talking about her little boy, and I miss him. I miss him so much. She wants to be taken outside. Uh, and then she's as she's taken outside looking up at the stars, she says, I hope we... And dies. Yep. That's it. Mid-sentence. Uh, and then they look out over the city. They start hearing sirens. They start hearing ambulances. And they look out over so the city. So this is Kira and Will. And this is red light, red lanterns all over the city. All over the Hollywood Hills. So let's imagine like basically, and you hear sirens and you see the helicopters. So the cops literally, this happened all over the city. This was a death cult. And they've killed, uh, yeah, probably the, hundreds of people. Hundreds of people. All of the city was all planned, and it's that's the realization that it wasn't just one house; it was all over. And now it's like, where are they going to be safe as well if they're yeah. trying to get off this hill? So uh, we have Kira, Will, and Tommy survives yeah. as well. So we have a, a triple, a yeah. final couple, and gay best friend. Yeah, a final like final thruple. Final we'll call it thruple. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, so I thought this film was fun. I liked all the performances. I thought all the acting was really Yeah. Tension great. was great. Mm-hmm. And you could, so much subtext and so readable on all the actors' faces. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, shall we uh, go factor it up? Yes, please. Uh, number one is not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. 
two is a puddle of blood, three is enough blood to gross out the average viewer, four is a bathtub of blood, and five is run for the barf bag, and we give the invitation a three and a half for gore. Enough blood to gross out the average viewer and a little bit more. You get some stabbings, you get some shoot It's in the literally stomach. all in the last like five, ten minutes of yeah. the film though. There's like everything else beforehand is just awkward tension between these people. So but good. That's good. I, I so enjoy great. as long as the as long as the writing is good and the tension is there and the performances yep. are there, I'm you can string it out for as long as you like. Worth it. No, honestly, it was because it was also when the turn happened, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. We in. Like yeah. shit. Oh, and it happens fast. Uh-huh. You're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Turn around. Oh, what? 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 That was me. <laughs> that was reenaction of me watching that movie at the end. Um, if it would have been five more minutes, it would be a four. Like, cause it was so I'm sure there would have been way more gore and also across the city, too. Um, movie rating, zero to five chainsaws. One of your desperate two barely qualifies as a horror film three seen worse seen better four not too shabby and five fantastical i give this film a solid four i thought it was not too shabby at all um well acted well done um cool premise i hear for that as i said i'm i'm very into culty shit like this is my this is my jam <laughs> uh i gave this movie a three and a half Awesome. Uh, seen worse, seen better, and a little bit more. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun, and I recommend watching it. Yeah. Um, next week, we're going to uh, roll back a couple of decades and uh, a film that neither Terry or I have seen, and I have heard so much about. So I'm so excited to talk about Carnival of Souls. Yeah, classic. Yes. Okay, classic, super classic. I love it. We love black and white. I but, can't wait. Yes. Give me some black and white. I yes. live for that shit. That's you and me. Aww. We it's are. us. We're black and white. We are. Here I we love are. black and white, so we're all good. Ebony <laughs> and ivory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With that, you guys, uh, thank you so much. Make sure you check out all of our social medias. Uh, horror Movie Survival Guide on the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Patreon.com slash Horror Movie Survival Guide. If you want to help a couple of girls out, yeah. make some more things happen in 2020. Support the, 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 the podcast that you like. Yeah. And also, you know, we'll send you bonus material and cool interviews and all sorts of sweet stuff uh you guys rock we love you so much thank you see you next week for carnival souls yeah